Hello, hello. You are tuned into a brand spanking new episode of Tide Pod, and I couldn't be more excited because I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I'm going to own it. We done lost this amazing woman's episode. <laughs> Literal tech fail, epitome of all tech fails. So I am really, really excited because today we have Joe, and she is back. Y'all don't know that she was ever here, but trust me, she's back. So if you haven't met Joe before, she is a boudoir and branding photographer based in Chicago, Illinois. And she's like the ultimate hype girl for women in life and biz. And she gives out all the compliments and the hugs that make you feel like you're worth a million bucks. When she's not working, you're going to find her like reading a book, hanging out at the beach, or spending time with her hubs. Joe has been rocking with me on the gram for, I don't know, Joe, like, has it been like a year, two years, 10 years? And almost a year. <laughs> it feels, feels like, like 10. 10, right? Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> feels like 10 years. Like, we've known each other for quite a while. And like I said, definitely my intention to get her to y'all sooner, but better late than never. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, Team Dynamics Consultant and Trained Industrial Organizational Psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now, you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to Tipod. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. Tipod would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. So we have Joe on the show. Joe, I would love if you could just like take the mic right out of my hands and give us more about like who you are and all the things, all the reasons why I already love you. Ah, well, thank you. And I'm totally fine with doing this a second time because I get to talk to your amazing self another time. So the more the merrier, it all works out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for such a lovely intro. Um, yeah, so I'm Joe. I am a Midwest girl through and through. I've grown up in the Midwest my entire life, but I, if I were to move anywhere else, I would love to move out West to Arizona. It kind of has a piece of my heart. I do a lot of work out there. I love hiking. I love anything outdoorsy. Linda, my hubs and I, we have been together for, well, we've been married for about four years together longer than that, but we love to travel together and do weekend getaways. And like basically anything outdoorsy is really fun to us. So Phoenix is kind of like a really fun getaway spot. Um, but I'm super bubbly. I love to goof around. If we first meet and we're around a big group of people, I'll probably be pretty shy and reserved until you get to know me. And then I warm up and then I'm just like super hype and <laughs> I come out of my shell. Definitely more of an introvert. Um, so I love getting to know people one-on-one. -on -one. That's like having that deeper connection just 
goes a long way for me. I love being able to work with other people. And I think that's what makes my job so fun working with clients one-on-one because it feels like there's more meaning and purpose behind it because I get to know you and how amazing you are and everything that you want to do, your dreams, your heart's desires. And it's just so fun to me. So that's a little bit about me. I have a dog nephew named Teddy. He's an Australian German shepherd. He's my sister's dog and he is the cutest, most lively pup ever. And we love him. Um, but we don't have a dog of our own. So just kind of, you know, trying to plant those hints, (laughs) like seeing puppies everywhere lately and the puppy fever is getting real bad, but Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. At least right now I've got Teddy to kind of help. <laughs> First of all, I had never heard anybody actually say, I, I want to know, well, you know what? No, my family has referred to my dogs as like, I'm their auntie. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So puppy nephew, I, I've definitely heard a yes. version of that. I get it. Between the puppies and the babies, geez, they're everywhere and they're lovely. They're taking but over yes, the gram. Even my husband has been like, you know, a third dog. I said, are you crazy? No, I didn't even know you had two dogs. I have two. And the other day he was like, you know, we just need the third. I said, the third for what? They are two peas in a pod. (laughs) There's not three peas in the pod. Well, maybe there is, but whatever. You get my analogy. I get it. They're just so cute and fun. (laughs) Well, speaking of the gram, I am always obsessed. You're one of those photographers. Like I watch all of your content. I watch the behind the scenes. I'm just like, everybody's so pretty. And they just look like they're having such the best time. Uh, I would love to hear a little bit just like about the type of photography you do, like what that journey has been like, because I know that one of the things we wanted to talk about was like your mentorship and how you've been helping other photographers start out. But let's get into a little bit more of your photography story before we talk about that. Sure. Okay. So I specialize in boudoir and branding photography and work with a lot of women or those who identify as women in the business, entrepreneurial space, or just every day when it comes to boudoir, you know, they come from all these different backgrounds and it's, it's so fun being able to get to know each person as their individual selves, because everyone is so different because we all have different personalities. We all have different backgrounds, stories that we bring to the table. And so every single session is just so meaningful to me because it's never going to be the same. And that just lights me up in a whole new level. Um, So I specialize in boudoir and branding. They're both a little different Um, with branding. It's a lot more working with women entrepreneurs, which is super fun. We get to, you know, tie in their personalities, different props that, you know, work well with them. For example, I work with a nutritionist and uh, we did kale for her last session. We just incorporated that into some of the photos and they turned out really fun. It's not something that I would have really thought of using, you know, beforehand, but it fits with her and her brand and what she is, you know, wanting to deliver to her clients. So that's really fun because it, it brings like a creative element to the sessions that I don't have in, um, you know, other areas of my business. So I can kind of create mood boards and make every session a little bit more different and true to them. And then with boudoir, it's just so personal in a meaningful way. Um, you know, you don't have to be with someone, you don't have to be doing it for someone else. You can be doing it for you and whichever way you decide to, you know, whatever reason you decide to go for it is fine with me. Um, those sessions are just so near and dear to my heart because there are so many 
breakthroughs that happen. <laughs> and um, I like to view it as a celebration of we are just going to fully celebrate you, everything that you are, your body, your personality, those little traits that you feel insecure or self-conscious about, they are amazing and we love them and we're here for them. And we're going to celebrate all of it because you're freaking fantastic. And so we just do like a whole morning that is like just pampering them with hair and makeup and we do coffee and we do the session. And it's just, I love both of these types of sessions because they're so unique in their own ways. Um, and with Bedouar, it's just so meaningful to me because of the breakthroughs that happen and just, ah, I love it all. But anyway, <laughs> how I got started was I started when I was in high school and I saw a friend doing photography and I thought, hey, that looks kind of fun. Never seen a peer do photos like that before. And so I gave it a shot and just gave myself my own challenge to do one unique, different photo of something, whether it was raindrops or self-portraits or something each day. And it grew my creativity and got me used to looking for different backgrounds that might be good for photos or paying attention to lighting or even um, trying different poses that might look good for certain angles. And I, there was no pressure because I was simply experimenting. And I think that was the best way to start out with it. It just made it so fun. One thing led to the next. I started doing a photography class in high school. Then I graduated, decided to do a double major where I studied photography in college. And by my junior year, I was booking events on campus and graduation portraits and all of these different things. And I remember sitting on the couch with Lyndon, who is now my husband, but we were dating at the time. And I felt like I was at a fork in the, in the road. I was like, I don't know what to do because I feel like everything is leading me towards photography, but that wasn't initially my, you know, what I thought I was going to do long-term. So I guess I'm just going to take a leap of faith and trust you, God, on this. So I leapt towards photography, have not looked back ever since. And I am just so immensely grateful that I said yes to it because so many different things have happened that have shaped me, helped me to grow, just lit up my life so much since then that I would not have been able to experience otherwise if I had not said yes to that. So that's a little bit about how I got started and what I do. I mean, thank goodness that you listened. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what would life be like without Joe and her Boudin branding photography? Aww. Like, I just, I couldn't even know. Okay. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> the same thing about you. <laughs> Literally, Truly. I'm just like, ooh, these paths. Every time I hear someone's journey, I'm just like, thank goodness that they listened because nine times out of 10, if someone ends up on the show, it means that they listened to whatever it is that was pulling them towards just like the path that they were meant to be on. So I love it. Amen, so amen. When people, when new photographers, these budding photographers, when they're approaching you, do you feel like, like they are at that fork in the road? Is that when you're, cause I know that you, sorry guys, I'm like skipping ahead. Cause I know Joe and I know all of the greatness, my bad. Joe mentors other photographers. And it's one of the things that I find super, super interesting to talk to her about because truth be told, a lot of people in their varying spaces do not end up mentoring new people coming into the same space. Right. And Joe does it in a really, really intentional and fantastic way. So I thought it'd be amazing to talk about it, but I'm curious, like, do you find that they are at a similar fork in the road or have they kind of crossed that fork, but they're in that kind of messy middle of like, okay, I trusted it, but now what is going on for real? 
<laughs> yeah. So there's like different levels and, um, that's part of why I have different coaching options. You know, mm. just, it depends on where you're at. So I do definitely have mentees who are at more of the beginning stages. They want to take their business full-time. Maybe they're balancing another job as well. And they're trying to figure out, okay, how can we actually make this a reality? So there's that stage. And then there are others who have been in the game for a couple of years and they want to be able to take it to a new level. They've reached a cap. They want to start diversifying. They want to start offering coaching themselves. There's like, you know, and then you've got everything in between. So it really kind of depends. I don't think that there is any one stage that, you know, takes precedent over the others. And that makes it fun too. Um, so it just really depends, but we'll go over a lot of like the business back end. So like, how are you going to scale a little bit more? How can we start diversifying? How can we improve your marketing so that it is going to target the people that you you want to be working with, who want to be working with you, you know, getting to know those pain points, creating an irresistible offer that they're going to see and go, oh yeah, I have to have that. <laughs> Just all of these different things. And um, really what I like to do is I like to go more in depth on topics that are past the surface level things that we hear about of, you know, when it comes to Instagram, I could talk about how you can use hashtags, but I mean, everything changes so much as far as the different features. And so I would much rather help you know who it is that you're speaking to, how to really hype up the experience so that it is something that speaks to them above and beyond. And they're going to lead you to more people who are going to be dream clients and vice versa. But we also talk about, okay, your time, that's worth a lot. How are you going to manage your time so that you're not burning out and you're not giving so much to others that you're neglecting yourself. And there's just so many different layers to it of different things that I've learned through experience or, um, you know, mistakes. I mean, I have so many stories I could tell, but, um, all of these different things and stories have layered to be things that I can share with other people. And I just feel so honored every time someone reaches out and asks if I even offer coaching. Cause I'm like, Oh, you want to work with me? Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best compliment. Actually. It's a very, it is. It is. Oh man. What has that been like though? Because like, I'm, I'm thinking about this for myself right now, mm -hmm. putting myself in your shoes to have the mindset of, okay, I'm the CEO running my own business. So not to mention all of the backend admin stuff, not even talking about that, but just being the creative, being the photographer out there working with these dream clients versus the mindset, the mind frame you have to be in to then coach other people and mentor them and help shape them and their careers and their paths. Those are two pretty distinct mindsets and like spaces to be in. What has that like balancing act been like for you? It's been very interesting because I am definitely the kind of person who likes to do it all, do all the things, or at least know how to do all of the things. I'm very multi-passionate. Um, you know, I've had to learn a lot along the way of delegating and strategically doing doing it and trusting the people that I am delegating tasks to. Um, and, and then in that same vein, being okay and confident enough to give feedback or um, ask them if they can tweak something a certain way after so that we can get it to the point that we need it to be. Um, and it's just been very interesting because you are very right. It's two very different mindsets. And we're when you're going from 
playing every role in your business of you're the editor, you're the social media manager, you're the client communication person, you're the photographer, you do all the different roles, right? And then all of a sudden you reach a cap and you realize that you can't actually do everything the way that you are anymore. Um, You know, there's, you get to a point where you can only bring in so much income. And if you want to begin bringing in more, something has to change. You kind of need to start delegating the areas that are not within your zone of genius to people who it is their zone of genius. And um, you need to start looking into diversifying. And I mean, maybe I shouldn't say you need to, it's just, it's helpful to look into those things. And for everyone, it's going to be different. I'm a big fan of relying on your intuition. Don't feel like you have to do things the exact way that I do them. It's important to do things the way that feels most aligned to you and your business and where you're at and where you want to go. That is going to feel a million times more fulfilling for you and create an even bigger impact with those that you are meant to be serving. But it's been an adjustment to be sure. I now have um, one person on my team who has been an absolute godsend. She helps me with social media, TikTok, Instagram, um, creating graphics, Pinterest, different things like that. Um, and then I'm working on being able to bring on someone else who can help me more on the logistics side and numbers and, you know, more of the planning ends and outs that kind of go way over my head. Like I can, I love to brainstorm. I'm a huge brainstormer and I love to create and I love to teach and coach. And those are some of my like zones of geniuses that I can really step into. And I have been pushing myself to get more comfortable and letting go of the different things that I really don't need to do. Like I can do them every now and then if I have the time and if I want to enjoy them, there's a lot to be said about making time for creative creativity that lights you up. Um, but I realistically don't need to be doing those things every single day, you know? And so allowing myself to have the time and the room and the space to be able to just step into more photography or more coaching or what have you, um, it's been an adjustment, but it's also been really, really good because I can feel the difference of, I feel more grown up (laughs) for lack of a better phrase. I um, have started to, um, so for example, this week I rewrote my podcast intro and I, uh, as I was rewriting it, I brought in some of my company's vision for just long-term. And after I got it all together, I was like, oh yeah, this feels like we've, we're actually grown up now. That feels great. So it's an adjustment, but you know, if you're willing to learn, fall down, get back up, get feedback, you know, tweak things and keep going, it makes a huge difference. Um, Eventually you'll begin to hit a stride and you're able to just do more and create more impact. I mean, I I feel like I keep coming back to impact, but it, it really is very, very true. Absolutely. And now look, I I resonate with the, I feel more grown up. I don't care how old I get. I still feel like the majority of people in this world at some point look around and they're like, wow, I'm really an adult. I feel like at all of the pivotal moments, it's like when the business hits its stride, when you have a couple of kids and you're looking around like, wow, I'm a mom. When did this happen? Or like me, I'm not a mom yet, y'all, but like, I'm a dog mom. I'm like, Darius and I, we will walk up to our home 
and we will see like the two cars in the driveway, the two dogs in the house, you know, just we built this home that we're really proud of. And we'll look around and say to each other, do we live here? Did we build like, is this our reality that we have put together? So I totally resonate with the, wow, I think I'm grown up right now. <laughs> it's so surreal. <laughs> it is. I, it's, it's a really great moment to just step into some gratitude for sure. Today's episode is brought to you by ClickUp. Now look, there are a lot of project management systems out there, and this is a question that I get pretty much on a weekly basis. Which system should I choose? Now, you know my belief, your system is highly dependent on how you work and how your team works best. However, I am not shy about sharing my favorite of the bunch. It's ClickUp. When it comes to daily team management, I have personally found that ClickUp provides everything you need. My team uses ClickUp for just task management, to house our headquarter resources, and for ongoing communication. My favorite part, with the unlimited version, you get access to the dashboards, which has totally replaced Slack for us, and I am a streamlined systems type of woman. I highly recommend it if you have a team, and guess what? It couldn't be easier or better. You can go to tianatai.com slash clickup and get 50% off of your very first year. I'm telling you. 50% off. Just head to www.tianatai.com slash clickup to snag that today. So now that you've, you know, kind of hit that stride in business and we're moving forward, I'm really curious to hear about what it was like when you were first getting approached for coaching for mentorship and what, when you made the decision that you wanted to offer it and what it was like to really bring on those first couple of mentees. Terrifying. <laughs> um, it's funny because when I first started educating, this was probably about three, four years ago, right when, right after London and I started, no, right after we got engaged. And I was freaking out. I did not think I was qualified. I just was like, this, no, I'm not ready. This isn't, no, 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 no. And, um, Linda was like, what are you talking about? You have knowledge that other people do not have, and you can help these people. They want to know what you've learned. You should go for it. I was like, okay, I guess if you believe me, I can believe in me. And so I just kind of took a leap of faith and I ended up working with, I think it was four or five mentees that summer. And we did, um, you know, I, the beauty of starting something when you don't feel ready is you go above and beyond and it becomes an exceptional experience for those that you are working with. And that can work in your favor bake time. And so I let that fear or that I don't like using the word imposter syndrome, but that's what a lot of us think of it as, of not feeling ready. I let it fuel me and my offer. And it became um, an experience that was very enjoyable and um, made a big difference. The people that I was mentoring really enjoyed it. They got a lot out of it. And of course, that in turn boosted my confidence in myself and made me even more excited about doing more. And so um, I ended up 
hosting a couple of workshops after that as well, in addition to mentoring. And um, it just became this thing that I realized that I really, really loved. And it's funny because I remember when I was a kid in uh, elementary school or middle school, I loved to kind of like play and work with the little kids who were in grades like below me and there was a teacher one day who was like you would be a really great teacher and I was like no I'm good no thanks (laughs) and then that thought that moment came back to me as I began mentoring and I was like you know this is a kind of teaching I'm okay with this kind of feels more purposeful to me I'm okay with it I like how it's outside of the box. It's not in a classroom. It's working one-on-one. I can kind of create it to be what I want it to be. Um, And one thing led to the next. I started working or speaking at conferences and then began doing online coaching. And um, now we are where we are. And it's just kind of so surreal, like going back to that word to think about how it all started. But really, to answer your question, I was legit terrified, felt so unequipped. However, through that, I was able to go above and beyond. And I think that just made such a difference and created this ripple effect where now I'm a lot more confident. I still have days where I'm like, you know, am I doing this? Well, could I have, what could I do different so that it's an even better experience, but I think it's healthy to have those checkups too. Um, you know, because you also don't want to get to the point where you're overconfident and under delivering, you know, that's kind of a, no, I've been there. I've worked with coaches who were at that point and on the flip side of wanting to invest and yourself. And, you know, it's not really a fun experience. So having routine checkups with yourself, getting feedback from your clients that can go a long way and just continuing to deliver an experience that is just amazing for everyone involved. Yes. And I love the reality check in that message, which is you can definitely be a little overconfident and under deliver. And we, we don't want you to, you know, struggle with imposter syndrome or comparisonitis or anything like that. But there is a dose of reality into revisiting our services, revisiting the client experience and making sure that it's exceptional. Like you said, I'm really, really happy you pointed that out. Cause that's just the truth. I don't like when people gloss over the truth and that's, yes. that's the truth. <laughs> We like to keep it real here. We do. We do, don't we? So at this point, at this point, this is pretty much when mentoring became a bona fide part of your service suite. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So it became one of my three offer pillars, if you will. So at this point, it's boudoir branding and coaching. Or if you wanted to you know break it down even simpler, it would be photography and coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, um, So yeah, that's when it became one of my main offers. It's funny because I've also gone through seasons where I cut back on it so that I could focus on other parts of the business. And now we're in a season where it's coming back. And um, I think that's also important to bring up because you may have times when you need to scale back in order to scale up more in the long term, And that's kind of what I've been going through recently is scaled back for a few months so that I could 
give more attention and better focus on things that needed to be refined, needed to have their moments. And now we're at the point where we're beginning to scale up again. And it feels so much more intentional because the foundation has been built in a much more sturdy way. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I would really love to start offering mentorships or coaching, um, you know, maybe that is something that you start to refine and you focus on, and you may have to scale back on some other offers that you have for a time so that you can begin to build that up. And then you can start to layer it back um, to a point where you have all the pieces and they're in alignment together. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's fun being able to go through different seasons. I feel like I've been talking about this everywhere lately, but just giving myself permission to evolve has been a huge game changer the past couple of months, because, um, like I mentioned earlier, I'm very multi-passionate and it's funny coming on podcasts like this because we'll talk about one thing, but you know, in a a year from now, my offers could be completely different. (laughs) And I definitely don't think the coaching or the education part is going to go away by any means. Um, because that is something that I want to start building and bring in more passive income and things like that. And, um, but anyway, I feel like I just kind of got on a little tangent there, (laughs) but all that to say, um, it's just very fun. And if you feel called to do coaching, then you should definitely do it and give it a shot. Even if you're scared, just, you know, start with something small, maybe reach out to somebody who you know is interested in your field and ask if they would be willing to set up a day with you at a discounted rate. You know, they can still pay you. (laughs) (laughs) Hint, hint, you're worth it. Um, And that allows you to get the experience and the feedback. And then they're also learning from you because you do have a lot to offer. So Anyway, I hope that helps. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But I'm curious. I'm going to ask you, is it a provocative question? It could be a provocative question. I don't know. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. So what about the person who maybe people have been reaching out to them, right? So mm. I find this happens to a lot of people. I mean, I've been reached out to for coaching for people who are in you know, my lane, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. And what if one, they are already feeling the pull of, I'm not ready for this. Why do they think I'm ready for this? Ah, But two, maybe, because I've heard people talk about this before. They're like, why am I going to give you all my secrets so that you can surpass me? Oh, shoot. You know, you're bringing up a huge thing, right? That's now a real because- thing, right? Mm-hmm. That is a real thing. But here's the problem with that is then you're allowing fear to get in the way of your own worthiness. You're letting fear decide for you something that you are meant to step into and shine. You, you know, that is just a bullshit. Sorry, can I swear? Go ahead. <laughs> it's just a bullshit excuse that is, you know, deterring you from stepping into all that you are meant and created to be. So do not let that excuse overwrite where you're supposed to be. It's, I, and I, I get this because I've been there and I've thought it, and I know other high achievers and, um, you know, women entrepreneurs who have had that same thought. but it's, it's not, it's not good. It's, it's not helping you. It's not serving you. And here's the thing. Let's say that you do have someone who wants to coach with you. They invest in you. And then they decide that they're going to take everything that you taught them and they're going to turn around and they're going to teach it to somebody else. Okay. What's the worst case scenario? I mean, you can either go after them, you can sue them, or you can choose to stand within your own power 
and know that you have something that is unique and say, oh, wow, (laughs) I was special enough that they wanted to be me. Here's the thing. If somebody is trying to be you, they're never going to get very far. Okay. There's only one you, they can take all of the different things, but they're never going to know the same thing, the exact way that you know it. They don't have your experience. They don't have your stories. They do not have your level of knowledge. They just had one call with you where they tried to absorb and they're trying to turn around and, you know, it's not going to be the same. Um, and so in my humble opinion, it is not worth your time to dwell on it. Just say thank you, move on, continue to spread your magic to everyone else who wants to work with you and who's going to rave about you and bring in even more income because dwelling on something that is like that is not going to, you know, boost your income and your finances. It's just, just you're worth more than that. That's all I'll say. I'm here for it. You are worth more than that. I feel it. I feel it. You're worth more than that. Yes. Yes. Honestly, what a good way to start to wrap up the conversation. Just you are worth more than that, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to meditate on that and soak it in. It's a good message for all of us, whether we're struggling with, you know, a scarcity mindset, comparisonitis, all the itises, all of them, whichever one all popped up in your head, that one, <laughs> that one that you know that you're struggling with right now. That's the one I'm talking about. We just have to know that we are worth more than that, Joe. What a truth bomb. What a truth bomb moment. I'm here for it. So ma'am, can you please tell us like what's going on for you? What should we be looking out for? What's on the horizon for all of the goodness that you're bringing into this world? Yeah. Okay. So um, I kind of hinted that we're working on building up more passive income, more educational resources that are going to be online based. So courses, maybe some memberships, different things like that. Very, very excited. Um, And so if you want to keep up with all the things, see all the fun happenings, get to know each other more, I would love to, you know, chat with you in DMs, get to know your beautiful, amazing self. Um, You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Joelle Elizabeth and Co. Um, you, it would be awesome if you also followed me on TikTok because I cannot figure out the algorithm. So come help me, please. But anyway, that's where you can find me. I would just love to get to know you as well. Yes. Per usual, we're going to put all of the things, all of the links, all of the resources, everything will be in the show notes so that you can make sure to connect with Joe. Joe, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming back. The people don't know. I mean, they know from earlier, but you came back and you came back not to play. So I appreciate you sharing your wisdom just about all things, you know, photography and mentorship and just all of it and just your energy, to be honest with you. We love it. I love it. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you. 